You're listening to the Morning Buzz. To the Morning Buzz. To the Morning Buzz. The Morning Buzz on 90.3. 90.3. 90.3. 90.3 WMSC. WMSC. WMSC Upper Montclair. Upper Montclair, New Jersey. It is the Wednesday edition of the Morning Buzz here at 90.3 WMSC, Upper Montclair, New Jersey. It is May 19th, 19th, 2021, and we have a great show for you coming up. This is going to be a little more of a fun finals edition of the Wednesday Morning Buzz, as I am not the main host that usually hosts the Wednesday edition. I am Amanda Marino, joined alongside Thomas Nira. Isaiah Ramirez and Matthew Bruches for an interesting, fun finals edition. How are you guys? Woo! Finals, guys. It's great. We're almost done. We're at the finish line. We did it. I was doing uh, really great. And then uh, and you said my name wrong. <laughs> oh, no. Did I? Now you I want, feel You want to take another crack at it? Uh, oh, Matthew, Matthew Bruchet? Yeah. Bruce, go. I got it. I got it. I'm it's proud funny. of myself. I saw Matt's I didn't want to have to tell you, tell you, so I wanted you to figure it out on your own. There you go. <laughs> I, I, I feel honored. <laughs> I'm sorry. I know it's like I've known you for like what, like like a semester and a half now, and I just totally butchered your last name, and that's awful. <laughs> I'm sorry, Matt. I apologize. It's, it's, it's no problem. I'm just kidding. It happens all the time. <laughs> but how are you guys this morning? I know it's I know it's crazy with finals, but... It's a nice day. I think it's going to be almost like 90 degrees today. So like. Oh, that's boy, a spoiler for my newscast, by the way. Oh, I'm sorry. I already. No, you can't just be releasing details like weather before the newscast even starts. But I'm excited for the weather. I love the heat. Uh, if it was like 94 degrees, I'd be in heaven right now. Uh, I feel like that's like super hot. Like I'm not. That's the way I like I'm it. Not ready for that. It's got to be like extremely hot, humidity at an all-time high. You know, you walk out and you're instantly sweating. That's the weather I live for. Okay, I, I don't want to be week. instantly sweating. That's a different. <laughs> like, I mean, it's nice to be like, oh, it's like nice out. I can wear shorts. I can enjoy the weather. But no, not. I don't want to like sweat the minute I walk out the door. 102 degrees or it's not even worth going outside. I don't, scary. Know. I don't know about that. <laughs> I don't know about that. It's too hot. <laughs> But before we talk about, um, you know, the weather, we want to do a little tease for the show today. We're going to be talking about some NJ COVID news because, you know, COVID's still a thing and it's a thing every day when we talk about it on the buzz. Um, and we're also going to be talking about some movie releases for this summer, which is super exciting. I know Thomas is going to be ready for that one. Cause... Oh, you know it. <laughs> you know it. So, but before we do any of that... This news is brought to you by 90.3 WMSC Upper Montclair. Happy Wednesday, everyone. This is Isaiah Ramirez, and let's just jump right into the news. Uh, Spain has developed, has Spain has deployed troops in response to almost 8,000 migrants reaching the Spanish city of Ceuta. About 1,500 migrants are minors. The migrants are mainly coming from Morocco. They swam around the border fence and some walked across during low tide. The area has officially been cleared for migrants trying to enter the Spanish city located on the continent of Africa. A suspect has been arrested in connection with a Los Angeles County wildfire. The fire occurred in Topanga County Canyon uh, in California. The wildfire was highly unusual considering vegetation hasn't burned in over 60 years in that area. The fire was so bad that almost 1,000 residents were forced to evacuate the area. Official notice, two ignition points, and suspected foul play. This led them to search for possible suspects. The New York Jets and Nike have collaborated to start a girls' flag football league in New Jersey. The league has finally kicked off its inaugural season. The teams are made of New Jersey high school students. The girls finally get a chance to showcase their football talent on a bigger stage, as well as have the opportunity to meet new people. Today is going to be a gorgeous day with a high of 89 degrees and a low of 58 degrees. Expect to see the sun throughout the day with an occasional cloud. Enjoy a nice sunset around 8, 11 p.m. And now you can consider yourself filled in on the news around the world and close to home. This has been Isaiah Ramirez reporting for WMSC 90.3. Thank you so much for that newscast. 
And of course, we couldn't have a Wednesday edition of the Morning Buzz without our sportscaster. Matt, what's going on in the sports world? Good morning. Good morning. I'm here joined by Baby Yoda as we uh, jump into the, the sportscast. In Montclair Sports, due to today being just two days away from the semester being over, there really isn't any Montclair Sports except for the men's and women's outdoor track event tomorrow at 1, which takes us into the professional sports world. In the NFL, despite just a couple of months ago, tearing his ACL, looks like Joey Burrow, quarterback for the Cincinnati Bengals, is on track to take on the field week one. In MLB news, there will be an ESPN documentary called The Captain, which will be a six-part series set to release in 2022 that will showcase Derek Jeter's journey to the major leagues. Yesterday, the Mets won their second game of the series against the Atlanta Braves, beating them 4-3 to due to a Thomas Nito solo home run in the top of the ninth that gave them the lead. Edwin Diaz then earned his seventh save of the year. The Mets will play the Braves for the third and final time of the series tonight. The Yankees beat the Rangers last night 7-4 after a dominant fifth inning of scoring five runs. Deja Mayu had a three RBI game that attributed to the big win for the Bronx. The Yankees will take on the Rangers again today at 8 and will play them again tomorrow. Last night were the first games of the play-in tournament in the NBA. The Pacers made a statement win over the Hornets, winning 144 to 117, while the Celtics got past the Red Hot Wizards, winning 118 to 100. This means that the Celtics will have the seventh seed and the Pacers will play the Wizards for the eighth seed. Today, the Spurs will play the Grizzlies and the Warriors face the Lakers in the play-in tournament. Winner of the Warriors-Lakers will be the seventh seed, while the loser will take on the winner of the Spurs-Grizzlies. And today in sports history, in 1984, Pat LaFontaine, hockey player for the New York Rangers, scores two goals within 22 seconds in a playoff game. Let's send it back to you guys. Thank you so much. All righty, guys. So let's go right into it. So, of course, like I said in, in the beginning of the show, we got some COVID news because COVID is still a thing, unfortunately. So today in New Jersey... All the restrictions for indoor gatherings, like with um, dining, uh, retail stores, gyms, personal services, churches, and stuff, are now can operate at 100% capacity as long as there is six feet distance between people in those places. So for a lot of people, that doesn't actually mean they could have 100% capacity because some of their places, businesses, and stuff can't, you know do that <laughs> um but obviously as it was announced this week we still have an indoor mask mandate currently outdoors we don't need the mask uh you don't need the mask anymore if you're fully vaccinated and i just want to know what do you guys think about this obviously this was announced that the restrictions were going to kind of get a little loosened uh a few weeks ago but today is the day it's happening today how do we feel uh well i feel a lot safer about covid personally um, every morning I wake up and I Google COVID cases, NJ, because I'm just curious about how that all works. But yeah. it's been on the, and it's been on the downward trend for a very long time now. Um, obviously it's not completely safe right now, but uh, so like even walking to the store, I'll probably still wear my mask just to be outside, just in case. But uh, I don't know about you guys, but I'm all I'm all vaxxed out, um, fully vaxxed, ready to go. Uh, a lot of my close friends and family are. Um, but yeah, it's great to see that things, you know, are slowly getting back to normal. Uh, I'm not sure how long it'll be until we are fully back to normal, but. Uh, um, Isaiah, just... are you fully vaccinated? I am actually. Oh, cool. We have a fully yeah, vaccinated yeah. cast today. Yeah, I think I think that's the key too. like being fully vaccinated. You do feel this like layer of protection. I, I feel you, Thomas, though. I'm you know, I work in a, in a grocery store. I'm going to continue wearing my mask when I'm in the grocery store, like working and stuff. But when I'm gathering with all my friends who I know are fully vaccinated, that's completely a different story. But like mm. when you're coming across people in a store setting where you don't know them, you're like, why am I going to take that chance if I, you know, don't have to, you know, with the mask mandates being lifted in all these other states, it doesn't mean you can't still wear one. It just says businesses are like going to stop requiring you to wear one. So I think that's something to keep in mind, but I'm curious to see how this does. Like, obviously, Thomas, you were saying that like, it has been on a downward trend in New Jersey, but I'm curious with all this stuff opening up today, do we think it's going to go back up a little bit or do we think because it's summer and because people are eating outside and doing a lot of activities outside, we won't see a trend go up again? 
Um, I say, well, I'm, I always try to be prepared for the worst. So I'd say definitely expected to, because I know, uh, how are vaccinations doing? I know at one point we were like close to like 50% of people in Jersey fully vaxxed, but that's still like pretty low. 50% of the people that can be vaccinated or 50% of the population? 50% of the population that are fully vaxxed. So think. you're even counting people that can't even get vaccinated in that, like like the kids under 12 and stuff. Is that the number that would be counted in that? I think so. Um, I, oh, so I that's know. actually, that's I, actually interesting then, because I'm wondering if it is, because I would assume the number would probably be anyone that can get vaccinated. It's about 50%, but I don't know if that includes children. I I don't know either. I didn't even think of that until you brought it up. No, because I'm curious because if if that includes children, that's actually like pretty decent. Better than I thought we would be. But that's also if that's not including children, that might be a different story. Yeah, I'm trying to look at this graph right here and it doesn't specifically say. It just says that 56% of the people in the state have received at least one dose. So I also know we were talking about this on the buzz yesterday. And so we are considered the only state on the in the east on the east side, because I know California still requires it with a mask mandate indoors. Like, how do you guys feel about that? Like, currently, if you go into any business in New Jersey, it is required that you still wear a mask. Will some if you have it pulled down, will a business owner tell you to pull it up? Maybe not. But you are still technically required by the state to wear it in in New Jersey and you're not in New York anymore. You're not in PA. You're not in Connecticut. You're not in any of those other places. So we're kind of alone on this side of the United States. So what do you guys, how do you guys feel about that with that current mandate still going on with all these restrictions now being loosened? Honestly, I think it's like a good thing, no, because it, I don't know why everyone's so like, ha- like wanting to get rid of the mask so quickly, like as soon yeah. as possible. And I feel like it's been like from the start. It's like, oh, this mask is so restricting. It, I can't do anything with a mask on. I feel like well, people just need to find the right mask when they say that. Like, I, I know. Mean, I know it's like, I, all right, is it ideal? No. Like, no one wants to wear it. Like, name me someone that actually wants to wear it yeah. just because it's like, you know, I want to. I mean, but like the one I'm currently wearing for anyone that's not watching on Facebook or YouTube or anything, I like mine actually has like room a little bit so it's not like up against my face or anything it literally has room for me to like talk and it's not like because sometimes when you're talking it like kind of gets stuck to your mouth or something some of the masks but this one I can't have room to breathe I'm fine so I'm like whatever that's it works for me it's not again ideal if I don't have to wear it I wish I didn't but like yeah I mean listen I especially for the glasses people uh Thomas (laughs) you're wearing glasses I wear glasses Oh, yeah. uh, at the beginning, it was tough because like some masks is just like every breath you take is like instant fog and you can't see anything. And I'm completely blind. I have like the thickest lenses on earth. Um, so when I when you find the mask and then you find one that like works for you, I yeah. guess, like the ones from Target work for me for some reason. Uh, they have like enough air for me to just walk around and live life. And so I don't understand why. Like, you just need to find the right mask, first off. But then people are so, like, I need to get rid of this mask right now. And then they have, like, the people that are, like, what do you mean? Like, it's, like, on their chin. And they're, like, what do you mean I need to pull up my mask? I can't breathe. It's, like, like, I think that's the funniest thing to me, the ones that, like, just pull it to their, like, neck. Like, they come in with it and they wear it, but they're not, like, fully wearing it. It's, like, can you just, like, choose to wear it or not? Like, how, like, ridiculous does it look that you're just, like, have it pulled below your mouth? Like, pick and choose are you gonna wear it mm-hmm. or you're not gonna wear it because you just look stupid with it hanging around your neck oh, I just, my, oh, go for it. i'm sorry i just want to touch on the the glasses fogging thing mm-hmm. just real quick that was a huge issue for me for the first few months so my glasses keep fogging up and one at one point i was i was with i was walking somewhere with my girlfriend and uh my glasses fogged up i was like all right babe hold on and then i had to like like air it out then she was like i'll oh, just lift your mask up i was like what do you mean it's already on my nose she was like no all the way up to like the bridge of your nose yeah and I, pu- I was like, what? And I pulled it up and it went in fog and I like hugged her on the spot. I didn't, it, she changed my life forever. <laughs> I mean, uh-huh. I knew there was some tips going around with that too, that there was the whole idea you could put tape near your glasses or something like tape on your mask or something. And that yeah. was supposed to help and things yeah, like that. You don't that. need to do all that. You could just yeah. lift it all the way up. <laughs> just lift it all the way up. You want that extra protection. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's protection. It. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you guys. No, no, no. Oh, no. Cool. good. Oh, good. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm curious. Like obviously here on the Morning Buzz we'll keep following this to see like how 
our state handles this with all these reopenings. But with that, I do want to touch on another COVID-related story, which it was reported in the New York Times that uh, the governor in Texas, uh, Governor Abbott, um, decided he was gonna he was gonna find people who mandated the mask in the state. So they, obviously they took the mask mandate away, but he announced on Tuesday after the federal health officials announced their new guidance that he said everyone should get rid of the masks and they are now going to be fined if a business requires it. So it basically says the executive order Mr. Abbott announced on Tuesday would prevent counties, cities, public health authorities, and local government officials from requiring people to wear masks beginning on Friday. Violators could be fined up to $1,000 for, for like requiring a mask. So again, this is saying basically you could still wear a mask as an individual, but you know your grocery store or you know your town or anything you live in or you work at or whatever cannot require you that's so, <laughs> so we have two odd. different spectrums we have new jersey which has the mask mandate still in place in person um when you're inside and then there's texas i'm just happy i'm here <laughs> i just want to start off with that um, i mean like the, the whole thing is so stupid it's like to me it's like you're gonna find people for wanting to be like safe it's cool if you want to get rid of the mask mandate for the state like whatever you want to do that that's fine and people can go inside cool most of the united states have now already done that but like to then fine people because a company or a town wants their community to be safe it's just so extra like i don't understand the point of finding a business for that it's the dumbest thing and it's like very this is a Florida story, I feel, but you know, Texas, I guess, has decided to work with Florida. Texas on this is like one. the second Florida. So there yeah. you go. Um, they also did say um, in this article hospital owned or operated by the government, state supported living centers and jails and other criminal justice facilities are exempt from this order. Schools can, t- can continue their current mask policies until June 4th, which is the end of the school year for a lot of districts. At that point, I feel like it's like, then you know that it's still. <laughs> that's what i mean it's like i i just don't know why businesses can't just like speak for themselves if that makes any sense because florida was doing kind of the same thing and they weren't finding people but they were saying like you can't mandate it even in a private setting but to me it's like all right you know if this company wants to do it like let them like if target wants to say i'm getting rid of the masks cool but if starbucks says yeah i i want to keep them like who cares and that's actually both lies. I know Target and Starbucks are both saying they're loosening their mask restrictions in their stores in states that allow um, for yeah. that to happen. Those businesses so, that you know are requiring you to wear masks and you don't want to wear masks, just don't go to that business. That's what I'm saying. So like, I feel like it should be like up to you or you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I guess there shouldn't have been something in place of a fine at all. If you know you wanted to get rid of the mask mandate, cool. Businesses, again, do what they want. And if you still feel comfortable like wearing a mask and that's what makes you feel comfortable, just wear a mask. Like it's just not that hard. It's just, it's just doing all this like in the, uh, I forgot the word, but like, like risking safety is just such a terrible thing. If someone, like you've been saying, like, People just want to stay, you know, take extra precautions to be safe, and and do the, the the pandemic is still far from over. Yeah, and that's what I think a lot of people keep forgetting, unfortunately, too. That it's we're not over. It's not over. It's not like oh, we have like two cases left in the whole United States. Okay, that would be pretty much over at that point. But it's not. And guess what? It's still not over in ever all the other countries around the globe because this is not just a United States issue. It's a global issue that we're all facing right now. So I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of really, again, curious to see what, what happens with these restrictions. Like, obviously we were all kind of surprised with the CDC's announcement last week that they were kind of like, okay, we're done. And it just seemed odd because, you know, businesses aren't really requiring proof right now that you are vaccinated. And so it's very much a trust game. And I know that's a lot of articles and stuff that are going around as well that it's kind of a trust game. Like, are you trusting the people you're with? Are you trusting where your area that you live? Are you trusting all of that? Um, so I don't know. All I know is that, and this is definitely a discussion that's also been going on, is this mask, as much as it might be annoying, 
I didn't get the flu last year or like a cold or anything. Same. So, yeah. I didn't even get COVID either. <laughs> Same here. So you got to knock on wood now because like. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, yeah. And in all seriousness, like as much as they're annoying and as much as like we all can't wait till the day where we feel safe again and we don't have to wear them. I didn't get sick last year. So with a cold or anything, because I think it kept a lot of that away. Yeah. So I don't know. You know, what's interesting, though, is that um, this past weekend, there was um, a MLS game in Atlanta and they had like full capacity. There was like 41,000 people uh, live in the in the stadium, which is crazy to me because I didn't think that would be possible yet. But is it an outdoor stadium? They have like an option for it to like. It's not like a full-on outdoor stadium. Like it's like a sunroof almost that they can open. So I don't know if that makes it better. If that allows, I don't know science. Um, I just thought that was crazy for like, just like the number around that is odd. So they didn't have it open though on the weekend. Uh, I, they probably did. I would think. I can't confirm or deny it, but I would assume it would be open because at that point, you technically you're outside and. People have been saying this whole time, if you're outside, you're safer than you are inside. And so my thing would be, if you're outside, yeah, there's a lot of people, but think about the big game that happened earlier this year that was outside and how many people were there. I mean, most of the people that were there were vaccinated, but still, that was a lot of people to put in a space Mm -hmm. after going through a pandemic, not even starting a year prior. You know what I mean? Like it was not even a full year yet. So I don't know. I don't know. I think that... I, I think that's what would have ha- had to happen because I know outside, like I said, it's a little more safer than it is inside. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Anybody else have any final thoughts with this story? Not really. I'm just thinking about that SpongeBob episode. The, hey, Patrick, what am I? And he's in the shape of Texas. And <laughs> <laughs> um, that best describes this. That's just yeah. like the, the, uh, <laughs> the show that's like living in your head rent free right now like as a tiktok would say yeah, up always living in my head rent free what's the difference it's amazing <laughs> but then that that's it that's the whole time i was thinking about just <laughs> we love that we love that <laughs> um but anyway we're gonna just take a quick break here but when we come back here on 90.3 wmsc upper montclair new jersey we're gonna talk about movies come making a comeback this summer i know thomas is super excited to talk about that I'm already well, ready. <laughs> and we'll also be talking about a woman saying her 26 million dollar california lottery ticket was destroyed in the wash interesting interesting <laughs> but uh stay tuned here on 90.3 wmsc upper montclair new jersey we'll be right back Yes, you can listen to the Morning Buzz on Apple Music, uh, Apple Music, Apple Podcasts, as well as Spotify. And that lovely production uh, element that we just played was made by our lovely Isaiah that's on the oh, show today. Thank you, yay. Isaiah, for spreading the good news about the Morning Buzz being available on all the sound platforms and such. So I was thanks. very uncomfortable hearing my own voice unexpectedly. <laughs> I was like, is that me? It is you, Creepy. yes. But for anyone that is interested, yes, we are on Apple Podcasts. We are on Spotify. We're on YouTube and we are on Facebook. So if you miss any bit of the morning buzz that runs Monday through Friday, you could feel free to tune back in at any time. But we have to talk about something really important. And it's movies. Movies are coming back this summer. And I know we are all so excited about this. So this is really big because this was a, according to AP News, but it's kind of been a year since a lot of big spectacle Hollywood movies have been back in theaters. I mean, some of them took the risk and like kind of went back into theaters, but a lot of people weren't really going to the movies really in the pandemic, unless you were a big movie buff or you were just like, I need to get out of my house. Like, I'm just going to go. So we're seeing movies like F9, uh, which is Fast and Furious 9, In the Heights, Suicide Squad, and Black Widow. They'll all be a steady stream of blockbusters kind of populating the country this summer. So for people that are a little not fans of like an HBO Max or a Netflix or Amazon, whatever you stream your movies, 
this is an opportunity for people to go back into the theaters because those big blockbuster movies that were postponed last year are finally going to get the chance to come to theaters. So it's actually also interesting to note the modern summer movie season runs from May through Labor Day, regularly accounts for $4 billion in revenue and makes up about 40% of the year's grosses. Last year, the summer's earnings were $176 million. So I said $4 billion is usually. This was $176 million, down 96% from 2019. Although theaters have been ramping up operations for a little bit, this summer will really kind of prove the test for most theaters and stuff. And obviously, as we've been following the AMC stocks and such as well, I guess we'll see how that helps them in any way. But guys, are we excited? Are you going to go back to the theaters? What's what's your game plan with the movies this summer? I'm excited. I don't know if I want to go back to a movie theater just yet. Uh, mm-hmm. my, my friends have, but I've told them that I worked in a movie theater for three and a half years. So, you know, I've cleaned, I've, uh, for people not watching on Facebook Live, I'm air quoting, we've cleaned those theaters. Um, But, so I'm not sure how safe I feel, but I, I do like that movies are coming back. My friends did tell me that they were like amazed by like, I don't know what they did, but they went to a theater and someone was like, like spraying something yeah i saw that amc was doing that i think in certain of the certain theaters like during the pandemic when they first opened up i saw a video of a guy like it almost looked like a like a hose or something and he was like hosing down the seats but with it was like a cleaning product instead of like yeah that's uh that's the exact thing my friends were talking about they saw uh, and this happened recently like a month ago so they're still doing it so out of curiosity, so what did your friends see, and like, what did they think of the experience? Was it di- how different was it than normally? Um, they said it's a lot emptier. There's a lot, not a lot of people watching movies in theaters. They watched uh, the AMC in our uh, near our town. How was showing Scott Pilgrim versus the World? In oh Bellevue. my goodness! So, really? <laughs> yeah, that's what movie theaters have been doing a lot. They've been showing a lot of old movies because a lot of new ones haven't been coming out. But so they watched Scott Pilgrim versus the World in Dolby um and i don't know they seem to enjoy it they thought it seemed really clean in there uh, i think there was only like two or three other people in there with them in the entire theater um i'm not sure how it's going to work now that like you know bigger movies are going to come out so more people are probably going to start going out to to theaters and such but yeah i mean I I have to agree. I'm not like there yet to go to the movies, mostly because it's just sitting in the space for so long. And because I also know that they just, it was very weird to be cleaned to begin with. And I mean, like, I'm not going to lie though. I was, I was a little weird going to the theaters like prior to this too. Like, not that I like was worried about like health reasons, but more of like, I don't know. Like it really had to take me to be like a good movie for me to like go see it or I really wanted that surround sound like because sometimes I'm just like oh I have to pay this much money for a ticket and then I'm gonna want like popcorn and then I gotta like spend the money and then I would just be like oh my god I don't want to spend that much money to go to the theaters to just sit in a theater when I could just sit on my couch and watch the same film you know what I mean and like that was always my like philosophy with that like I'm pretty sure the last movie I saw in theaters prior to the pandemic was the last Star Wars movie and that was because a bunch of friends were going and I was like I guess I'll go so I went but before that I don't even remember the last movie (laughs) so like it's just like to me there's not like I don't need to go immediately because there wasn't that need to begin with Mm. I don't know what else are you guys thinking Isaiah what are you thinking about this uh you know well obviously I wish I'm actually huge into movie theaters i like the experience of going i think it's so cool to just sit down and enjoy the movie maybe see like some kid almost misusing the bathroom or something like he's i feel like here's a weird thing about amc someone is always on the verge of puking for some reason especially like in a pack theater say it's like a brand new release of a movie there's always just one person that's like control yourself person get your life together but uh the experience of going to a movie i think is so enjoyable because you can just really get into like there's no other experience like that for a movie i think uh but just like you guys i don't know if i want to rush back into a theater even with their magical mist spray that they're spraying (laughs) around uh but yeah 
it's kind of weird. It's like I want it to come back because I feel like I've actually like missed going to the movie theaters during the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Still going on. Uh, and yeah. Well, but I know. I, oh, what were you going to say? I'm going to say, uh, I was just looking through the article. None of these movies were really like sparking much interest. Like, yeah. Fast and Furious, I think they're going to space now. <laughs> I'm not too big on like the Suicide Squad movies and you know, Black Widow could be fun, but, you know, I feel like it's just another Marvel movie at this point. It's been like 37 of them, but maybe it'll be really great. Um, yeah. To be fair, in my in my defense, I love a- any movie, really. <laughs> um, so my standards <laughs> for movies are really low. So like, I'm, <laughs> I'm really excited for it. First of all, I want to talk about The Suicide Squad for a second. They made the sequel for Suicide Squad and didn't name it Suicide Squad 2. They named it The Suicide Squad. Oh the funniest. Wait, thing. I have to ask a question because I don't follow Suicide Squad as much. Like, I know what it's about and I know, what, like, you know, the people in it. Is Jared Leto coming back for this one, too? I don't recall if he is. Oh, um, I think that, he, I think I, he is. Because I remember seeing all those clips of him playing the Joker, and I think it's just like such a disgrace when we got like Joaquin Phoenix's Joker, and I was just like, oh. <laughs> I I watched the first Suicide Squad. It was pretty bad, um, but you know, I I still love it. I can't wait for the Suicide Squad to see what they do. Are they is Will Smith now going to say what are we some kind of the Suicide Squad? Um, <laughs> can't wait. Um. But I'm right there with I'm right with there with you, Isaiah. That um, I love movie theaters. I basically grew up in them. Like I said, I was working in a movie theater for three and a half years, and AMC movie theater to be exact for three and a half years. So I had so many free movies before I worked there. My sister had worked at the same one for two years. Oh my goodness! Oh, wow. Um, so once i you know once i quit working there it was so weird to pay for movies again but i still went and paid for movies i don't know yeah for me i think it's like one of those things that it needs to be a movie that i i guess that like i feel like i need to see in the theaters like it like you know star wars it would have been pretty like not so good to see that on the first time at home like when that was an option to be seen in person and i mean like obviously it wasn't the best Star Wars, and that might be a controversial opinion or whatever, but it was not. Uh, but it's still one of those movies that you want to see in theaters. Like Marvel movies, I feel like you want to see those in theaters a lot of times. Uh, so with the whole Black Widow discussion, I mean, like, potentially that might be one you want to see in person. I know a lot of the Oscar films from last year, not this year, I would have loved to see in person. I just, you know, didn't get around to seeing it because, you know, school and stuff. But some of those would have been awesome. Like 1917, probably in the theaters, but having that surround sound would have been crazy. True. But... <laughs> I don't know. What are we thinking about these these grosses and stuff? How the how the uh, the money went down so like substantially? Like I know it doesn't it doesn't surprise anyone by any means, but do we think this season will bring a lot more people back to the theaters because we haven't had that opportunity to go in a long time, or no? I think so. You think I don't so? Know. I don't. I don't think it'll go all the way back up to four billion. Probably nowhere near that, but it'll definitely go way over one hundred seventy six million. Uh, like the number you were saying about last year. Um, you know, people are getting vaccinated. People are feeling safer. Um, and the fact that people at least want to go back to normalcy. And, you know, at, even if we're not completely back to normalcy, they want that, the feeling that they are. Uh, so I think bringing movies back to movie theaters and starting to open theatrical releases again uh, will help them feel that way. So a uh, of course, people are going to hop right back on that train. Well, yeah. And I know financials were kind of being helped a little bit with the fact that um, you were able to rent out theaters as well. Like, so if you wanted to bring your group of friends, nobody else, and you could like pick a movie. Like I saw people online and stuff like picking Mamma Mia and they went back to the theaters, watched Mamma Mia in a private theater with just them and their family or their friends some people were doing it for mother's day things like that they would just that was their gift they would rent out the theater and you would just hang out in the theater alone by yourself so you could feel a little safer so you weren't with other individuals in there so, fair, that sounds amazing though mama mia is fantastic mama mia is a great movie i, I have problems with the second one but it, the first one was i still haven't movie. seen it you I haven't have, seen it no 
and my, my girlfriend's been killing me about that. We, I have to at some point watch this cycle. She loves both. You got to make that your homework this summer to like, you Rent know, watch, I mean, and have a movie theater and watch both <laughs> back, back and forth, back, at, back to back. You got to just watch the first one and then you can go right into the second one. Of course, no breaks, none whatsoever. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like that would be actually really fun. But like the second one, it wasn't, you're not missing too much with the second one. I, it wasn't really necessary in my opinion, but. And of course, my opinion is my opinion and not of the stations. So uh, <laughs> Mamma Mia 1 is superior to the second one. <laughs> but I, you know, I did say, because I was talking about this with my boyfriend, I said, you know, like, I don't know, like, I'm not really comfortable going to the theaters yet. He has gone back because he saw Demon Slayer because he wanted to see the, the anime movie. But I said to him, I'd probably, there might be a chance. I don't think I would, but maybe if I really wanted to, I would maybe see In the Heights in the theaters because Ooh. I think that would be an interesting experience. Um, I'm so excited for In the Heights. It's, it looks so good. It looks really good. And that has me super pumped. Obviously, I'm really always excited to have musical movies come to like, you know, the regular population because sometimes I feel like it's like selected for like oh theater people will like this like in the heights looks like it's something like everybody will actually like which is exciting I've gotten really into musicals the past few years have you um, oh we'll have to have a discussion off air about it sometime um, but I was really excited for in the heights because uh the high school that I graduated from I think two or three years ago they did a uh, they did In the Heights. Oh, they did? And yeah, and I hadn't heard anything from In the Heights before that. I knew it existed. But I, I watched, but I saw it. It was beautiful. Um, and then I listened to like some of the soundtrack on Spotify. And I'm like, this is fantastic. This is. <laughs> oh, yeah. I already started listening to some of the new soundtrack uh, for the movie because they re-recorded obviously everything for the movie. And it sounds awesome. And I just feel like I know it's going to be more authentic and real because Lin-Manuel is behind it and he was the one that originally created it. And also, I'm forgetting his name right now, but the guy that's directing it is the one from Crazy Rich Asians, which is was a great movie. I love that movie. John Chu. Yeah, it was such a good one. So I'm excited to see it and seeing the clips and stuff, like it just feels so nice and so good to see. So I'm excited and I hope other people enjoy it. But while we're on the movie discussion, and I know this wasn't mentioned in this article, but... I'm just going to chime in and add it right now. Did you guys see the trailer for Speaking of Musical Movies, Dear Evan Hansen yesterday? I saw it this morning, actually, right before I logged on. Okay, Isaiah, that's your homework after the show today. You're going to watch okay. it. But me and Thomas need to have a discussion about it right now. What, did you, what were your thoughts, Tom? Um, I Like like I said, I knew Dear Evan Hansen existed. I didn't... I, I think I heard, like, one song before the trailer came out. Um, and I kind of knew what the plot was about. Um... Why does Ben Platt look like that? <laughs> That's my exact reaction. <laughs> okay. He looks like he's like 40 years old and the man is only 27. Okay. Okay. I'm glad I wasn't the only one that felt out because I'm looking at him like he doesn't normally look, look like, like he's that. a high schooler. Yeah. <laughs> like they tried to make him look more like a high schooler, but actually had the opposite effect. Yeah. I think he would have been better off just using Isaiah, for, have you ever heard of Dear Evan Hansen? I have not. I'm not too knowledgeable on the musical world. Okay, so it was a musical that won the best uh, best new musical a few years back. Um, and it's they made it into a movie, like a movie movie, not like, oh, we recorded it like Hamilton. It's like a movie movie, like uh, in the Heights and such. And they had the main guy, Ben Platt, who was in Pitch Perfect and a lot of those other movies. Um, he is back to reprise his role as Evan Hansen. Basically, a little sum of the story is that he... Um, he has like no friends and he like is kind of depressed and a lot of these other things. And he writes letters to himself because that's what his therapist advises for him to do. Um, this one kid from school bullies him and steals it from him, uh, the letter. But since it says, dear Evan Hansen, sincerely me, his parents found it after the kid committed suicide and uh, thought the letter was written to the kid. And so they were like, he's your only, he was your only friend. We didn't think he had friends and we need you to be like, tell us more about him because we never knew about him. So basically he then lies the rest of the show to be liked by people and to think that like he actually mattered for a second, like to somebody else's family and stuff. So basically a lot of people will paint him as the villain because he kind of just then lied the rest of the show to potentially get with his sister and bought a lot of these other things. But basically it's a high school movie. It's told in a high school, whatever the guy is 27 years old. He looks like he's like 40. And the 
but like I was talking about it in my theater class yesterday and he literally looks like um like everybody looks old no it's not just him and like in glee and stuff I could accept it because I knew they were all like 30 but they looked younger but this is just not working for me isn't that weird that that's how like movies and tv work like it's set in like a high school but they all look like they're in like their 20s or 30s except for like what like iCarly or something like they actually were the age of their characters and it's it's like annoying to me because like I get it but like with this instance specifically too with Dear Evan Hansen I just I'm like annoyed specifically because like there was other actors that played Evan Hansen after Ben Platt originally left the role that were actually like 18, 19 years old that were more appropriate for the age. And it didn't even have to be one of them. It could have been somebody else that needed the role to be like a breakthrough star or <laughs> something to, in a movie. What'd you say? Huh? It's the name brand. That's the thing. It's Ben Platt. Exactly. And there's also other people in it, like Amy Adams is in it and a lot of other famous actors. So it's, it's like, that's guy, also pulling it. The guy who's Amy Adams playing a high schooler? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Let's see. Oh my God. This movie no, has gone off the deep end. <laughs> she's uh, she's playing one of the parents. Okay. Um, but <laughs> that was actually really funny. Um, yeah, but I also Tom, what also really annoyed me is it was like a three minute and thirty second trailer. And I'm like, I feel like I already saw the whole <laughs> It was like over three minutes. It was. <laughs> I, I saw that right before I clicked on it and I was like, ooh, I don't know. That's <laughs> You're going to give me a lot of details. I know. And, I, and... He, they basically gave you the whole plot in the trailer. So I'm like, why am I watching it? But to kind of wrap up, I, I jumped off like from the story we were talking about, but I did want to talk about touch on that. Is there any movie from this article that you guys would actually go see? I know I personally may go see In the Heights if I really want to, but that that's like slim. But I know Space Jam is coming out this summer. I don't know if <laughs> um Yeah. It's definitely like an HBO Max movie right there for me. <laughs> like it like Space Jam's cool. I like it. But I'm not gonna spend money to go watch that in theaters. I'm the gone. Jungle Cruise is coming out. I don't know if anybody's curious about that. I don't know what that is. It's Apparently like based it's the off the ride in Disney. Um Peter Rabbit too. I know that's what I'm rushing to the theaters. Oh, <laughs> Yes, I've been waiting for this one. Um, a Quiet Place Part Two, because that was postponed from last year. Um, I probably wouldn't watch that in the theaters only because if I get scared, I'd rather be at my house. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I don't know anything sparking interest. I know Tom was like Space um, Jam. Oh, Space! I loved Space Jam growing up. Um, really excited for Space Jam Two. Um. Yeah, that's it. I'm not going to speak more on that. Uh, don't even get me started on the whole Lola Bunny controversy. But yeah, love love Space Jam. Guardians of the Galaxy coming out. Uh, I love Marvel movies. I love blockbusters. Love indie movies. Love everything. I'm going to watch all of these eventually at some point. Just might uh, not in theaters. Oh, just not in theaters yet. Uh, Isaiah? Um... I think maybe the only interesting one for like in theater purposes would probably be in the Into the Heights. Yeah, I don't know if I got that right. In the Heights. Yeah, In the Heights. In the Heights, not Into. Um, because at least like it's it's got like visual, like musically, obviously it's gonna feel great with like surround sound. Yeah. But everything else like on this article, I feel like is very yeah. I could get to that kind of deal. Like I here's the thing: Fast and Furious. As much as I want to hate on them, and they're ridiculous. They make no sense. They're barely about cars. I'm still probably going to watch Fast I mean, but like also is that, I've never seen any of the Fast and Furious movies, but is that one of the movies you would see in theaters because of the way that it is technically about cars? (sighs) And again, I am air quoting. It's not even the cars that are the interesting part anymore. It's seeing how (laughs) ridiculous they can make a scene. It's like, I'm pretty sure I've seen the trailer for Fast 9 starring John Cena, apparently. Uh, At one point they're in space now. So it went from like a drag racing movie. They just like fly thing. into space with their cars. Please Something like me. that. Like it's, it's just like rant. Tyrese is in some type of vehicle in the air. He says some weird corny joke. And it's like, how did we get here? How did this ever happen? I'll uh, tell you how. Familia. Familia is <laughs> how we got here. I just Small don't like that family. there's been like nine movies of that. Can we like cut it now? Like it's a, how many more films do you need? Like 15, I bet. No. They're not going to cut it. 
because they, they know they make money from it is basically probably why right from here because they're like space we got to check this out <laughs> and then next thing you know the producers are like wow people really are still interested in our movies we're gonna make more of these where can we go next underwater or something um <laughs> but yeah oh i'm uh, fast nine i'm also so there uh <laughs> but yeah, i'm i love it we love to see it <laughs> Um, but to kind of wrap up this story, we're going to move on and we're going to talk about one last story before Thomas hits us with the music news that's going on. Um, so a woman says her $26 million California lottery ticket was destroyed in the wash. The winner of a $26 million California lottery prize may be, have literally washed the chance of a fortune down the drain. What an opening sentence. That's, that's cold. <laughs> So apparently she had a ticket for back in November 14th. And um, so this was a little bit ago. And Thursday of this past uh, week was the last day to redeem it. Nobody did. But this woman claims that she did. She had the ticket. Um, So, I mean... What are we thinking with that? Do we think this person might just be lying and saying they did or like they actually washed it down the drain? I hope they're not lying. Or washed it, put it in the washing machine, I meant. (laughs) I think this sounds hilariously awful. So I really hope there's truth in this, that this person really did wash away $26 million. Uh, just... the, it's the, and so also it's it's important to note that lottery officials say someone who believes he or she is a winner must complete a claim form but if someone loses the ticket they must provide evidence that they owned it such as a photograph of the front of the back or and back of the ticket the officials said who takes a picture of your ticket immediately when you get it right? though i i don't but i we were talking about this before the show and i, I think it's so funny that the fact that like wouldn't you just hold on to it better than sticking it in your pocket and being like, oh, I'm going to just do my laundry. Like, what? Like, I would be like, well, I would first, if I found out, I would put it in a special place. Like, I would put it in, like, somewhere where I wouldn't lose it. Not my pocket. <laughs> Man. I'm just, like, the from this story, I'm just waiting for, like, five years from now. You go click on Netflix. It's, like, an eight-part docuseries on this lady <laughs> and how she lost the, the winning ticket that could have changed her life forever. And they have like interviews with her, her family. But the funny thing is, and I I thought the story would be special for the Wednesday buzz because we've talked about stories where this has happened. People lose them. They end up finding it on the floor again out of dumb luck because they they went back to the spot where they lost it. Like, why are people losing it? (laughs) That's the concern. It's like, maybe you don't know it's going to win and then you kind of just like leave it aside or something, but you know, I'm not going to leave a lottery ticket that I just bought in my pocket. Like it's going somewhere else immediately. We were talking about one on the buzz a few weeks back where the, the guy went grocery shopping after he won. Like, why are you going grocery (laughs) shopping? Like wait like a day. Like, Oh, he found out he won. Yeah. And he just was like, I'm going to go run some errands. But, and then he just like, so what I was imagining is someone's just like, let me get like a quick pick mega millions. And like they go about their business and like the next day they find out they win. Yeah. Not that like they scanned the ticket. They knew they won and they're like, eh, I'll get to it. Well, people, well, the money, people, the money will be there. People well. are constantly blowing my mind. And I think during this pandemic, I've learned that even more that like people are just weird and interesting. So <laughs> with that, <laughs> we're going to move on. Thomas. Yes. So excited for what you have to bring us today in the music world. What is going on in the music world? All right. Well, thank you so much. Let's start out with album release news. Teenage pop sensation Olivia Rodrigo will be releasing her highly anticipated debut album, Sour, this Friday, May 24th. Rodrigo took the world by storm. It's not May 24th. My bad. I just realized it's May 21st. (laughs) Uh, Rodrigo took the world by storm with her debut single, Driver's License, which was released early this year in January, peaking at number one on the Billboard Hot 100. Rodrigo followed up this global success with the release of her second single, Deja Vu, in April, and her third single, Good For You, which came out just last Friday, May 14th. The range and styles of pop among her three lead singles has garnered Rodrigo acclaim from critics in comparisons to some of her influences, such as Taylor Swift, and has already earned her a sizable and loyal following. 
Sour set to contain a total of 11 tracks, including her first three singles, and will have a total runtime of just under 35 minutes. In other music release news, uh, I want to talk about a personal favorite artist of mine for my final buzz, and that is Matt Maltese. The British singer-songwriter will be releasing a new music video for his new single, Mystery, tomorrow, May 20th, with a song coming out on streaming services the following day on Friday, May 21st. Maltese first came to prominence with his debut 2015 single, Even If It's a Lie, following up with two EPs the following year before releasing his most successful single to date in 2017, As the World Caves In. Maltese then released his debut album, Bad Contestant, the following year in 2018, and his sophomore effort, Crystal, in 2019, which was his last studio album released thus far. Maltese's music is characterized by slow piano music paired with melancholic lyrics, ranging from all sorts of themes, from breakups to depression to the impending apocalypse. His most recent music has, been some, has seen some experimentation with electronic production as well, and one can't help but imagine that with the release of a new single, this could mean a new album release in the near future as well. And in other music news, the 2021 Rock and Roll Hall of Fame inductees were announced just last week, with six acts in the performer category and other acts named to win special awards. The artists being inducted into the performer category are Tina Turner, Carol King, The Go-Go's, Jay-Z, Todd Rundgren, and Foo Fighters. Being awarded the Early Influence Award are Kraftwerk, Charlie Patton, and Gil Scott Heron. Being awarded the Musical Excellence Award are LL Cool J, Billy Preston, and Randy Rhodes. And Clarence Avant will be awarded the Emmett Arion Award for Lifetime Achievement. So... Amanda, I don't. I think I recall you saying that you were a fan of Foo Fighters. Oh yeah, I knew about this news and it got me so excited. But we're not even going to touch on that first. I want to go back to the first story. I hate driver's license with a burning passion. Jesus, oh, it's you're so, so cool. You're so edgy, Amanda. Oh, you go <laughs> against the brain. Oh, you feel good. You feel proud of yourself. It's so. I mean, like, I don't know if you guys are on TikTok, but I am, and it was just so overused. As well as now, um, the deja vu one is getting pretty overused too. But like, oh, like, and I, I don't know. I'm just not into it. It's not my thing. That's fine. People like it, but I'm just, uh, I'm not into her. But I will say, and I've seen this with this new trend with new artists and artists just in general, that before they release an album, instead of just releasing one single, they're releasing like three or four before the album even like comes out which is awesome like i'm loving this change that we don't have to just get one one song and then we get the album if you know what i mean like i feel like that's something that's been happening a lot like my one of my favorite bands royal blood they just released their new album and they released like four singles before the album came out and i was like that's awesome because i just heard half the album already and i don't have to wait so i will say i I like that, that she's she's doing good at marketing herself. Whoever's helping her, she's doing great. But I don't like her music. So and that's cool. that's the opinion of Amanda. <laughs> Amanda feels good just hating on a child. But, she is a child. Uh, no offense, Olivia. <laughs> personally, I'm digging the music. Uh, Driver Legends came out and I'm like, a 17-year-old wrote this? Crazy. <laughs> I'm like, this is crazy sad. Like, uh, but does she have her driver's license? Is the better question. Do you not hear the first line? Oh. She got her driver's license. Well, <laughs> I don't know. Literally if that's got it. Kind of lied in the song. It was the first line. It was the opening line of the song. <laughs> the lyrics came from her heart and soul, and it was so emotional and touching. You know, I'm yeah. just rooting for all of her future endeavors in the music industry. So I'm the only one that's hating Hunter. That's fine. That's fine. I I don't. I think it's awesome. Good for her. Like she's super young and stuff. So that's great. But I just don't like the songs. Like that's just. Like I'll support her. Like good for her. She's young too. She's 17. Like we're seeing a lot more younger artists coming out. Like we saw like Billy. I always say her name wrong. Is it Eyelash or Elish? Or I always say it wrong. But Eyelash. But um, she she came out and she was just turned like 18. So like, cool. That's that's awesome for the people that are young and coming up and coming. Uh, I unfortunately didn't know the artist you mentioned. That's your favorite. So, so uh, if you had to give me a quick summary on who they are, Matt Maltese is a British singer songwriter, um, and his music's just sad. I have a thing for sad music. I love it. I'm not I'm not a sad person, but I think that's probably why I like sad music. Um, but I don't even really know how to describe it. I know as the world, like it's always, he, he, he sings and writes like a romantic, like a hopeless romantic of like, you know, 
either he's breaking up with someone or or someone doesn't like him back mm-hmm. uh, as the world caves in it's a song about you know being with his loved one as the world is literally ending around him um he's fantastic i heard like my first song from matt maltese just a year ago and then from there it's been slowly like i'm gonna youtube i'm gonna youtube his name and see music videos or i'm gonna look him up on spotify and like every few weeks i'll discover a new song from him that i love and it's grown to the point where it's like all right now i gotta look into him so it's, it was a pandemic listen it was definitely a pandemic listen uh the first song i heard was paper thin hotel which was uh is actually a cover it was originally by leonard cohen oh um so obviously the lyrics are fantastic <laughs> Leonard Cohen is great but um yeah Matt Maltese fantastic tomorrow music video comes out very much looking forward to it uh I have to ask too this is this is a little off but you mentioning the music video do you guys still watch music videos like yeah yeah. Yeah. All right. Cool. I just was curious about that like recently because I didn't know how many people still watch them because you know people used to watch them on like MTV and stuff and like obviously like nobody's watching really MTV for music videos really anymore or anything like that. So like I'm curious. I was curious if people were still watching them. So yeah, huh. I love music videos. Cool. Yeah. Uh, Some of them are bad, but every now and then you that's get a good true. One. Some of them are bad. I was just curious because I didn't know if people actually still did or not. But yeah, I, I love a good music video, so that's always yeah. fun um even the bad ones i'm like at least as long as it's memorable <laughs> you know, as long as it stays in my head you did well, an all, you did an all right job well all i right guess job. i guess that's i guess that's the point that they they captured you that was what they were going for because then guess what if you talk about a bad music video you're able to talk about it with people and they'll go watch it and there you go it's a marketing tool yeah jj fish <laughs> ice did you say ice jj <laughs> that man um, is a artist uh, but here at the top of the hour on 90.3 wmsc at vermont claire new jersey before we end i do want to talk about the rock and roll hall of fame for a second and your thoughts on it i don't know i don't isaiah we haven't really talked about your music interests like what do you listen to typically uh i listen to either i know probably not the most you know it's well you know i'm just gonna say i listen to like spanish music or rap music r&b music but like rock my mom loves rock and she's very excited about the Foo Fighters. So I'm excited for her, you know, so. Me and your mom are going to be best friends. That's yes. already decided <laughs> it. No, yeah, Foo Fighters, that obviously got me very excited. Actually, the whole list of names you mentioned gets me really excited there. It was definitely a good list that they're entering. I know some people were probably a little bitter because uh, Rage Against the Machine didn't get in and they were up this year and stuff like that. But Foo Fighters, I know, deserve it. And I'm not even saying that because I'm a fan. It's because I feel like for 25 constant years, they have been putting out new music. They've put out TV shows and movies and things like that. And I just think that's like, it's more about like the influence that you bring on with a band and stuff, I feel like with those awards and such. And I know the awards are still like, you know, they're handpicked like everything else. It's like, ah, we'll bring those people in because they deserve it, even though it's maybe not true. Um, it's to boost the ratings and get people to come to the museum and stuff like that. But in fairness, I do believe Foo Fighters are getting it. I'm excited about the Go-Go's. They had a musical in the last two years. Did so they? if you didn't know, yeah, Head Over Heels. Um, it's a musical. With, it's not like about them. It's about all their music. It's actually all their music in the show. Oh, so like, like Mamma Mia. With yeah, that. so it's a story and then they use their music to tell the story. So, I like that. I like that kind of musical. Yeah, I don't. I'm. I'm kind of over like the life stories, and I was. We were talking about that last week with the movies too, like the yeah. biopics and such. Um, but yeah, so I'm excited about this year's candidates. I don't know, Thomas. Do you have anything to say about um, um, any of them? Not really. Everything's pretty much been said. You know, Dave Grohl's a legend, so naturally. But uh, Jay Z. Yeah, yeah, that was probably the one random choice that was like, Jay-Z, that's interesting. I know LL Cool J is getting in too, right? He's receiving the Musical Excellence Award. Got it. Got it. Uh, I don't think I've actually ever heard an LL Cool J song. I just know he hosted hosted the Grammys a few times. LL Cool J is like the close, like, I don't really listen to rap music, but like, or like hip hop or anything, but like that, I love him. Like, he's great. So like, that actually gets me like excited that he's getting in. Give me a give me a song to listen to. 
Uh, I need um, to give you like a good one, and I'm I don't want to like give. Oh, okay. I'm not gonna lie. A song that's always stuck in my head is going back to Cali. Okay, I will check it out. So you'll have to listen to it after the show. I will. It's it's, it's good. Okay. Um, you won't be disappointed. But Food Fighters, yes, I'm excited. Favorite band, we love it. Um, but yes, we've unfortunately reached the end of the show. Thomas, this is your last morning buzz. What do you? How do you feel? Um. Well, first, I'm excited to sleep in next Wednesday, but um, it's been it's been great. I'm uh, I've been I've loved doing this my senior year. I'm it's been so fun that I'm said I didn't start doing this earlier Aww. in my career, to be honest. But uh, everyone's been great. Uh, loved meeting new people, uh, you know, via Zoom, but still meeting new people nonetheless. True, true. Um, and, and like this is my first time meeting Isaiah. So see, even like up until the last day, I'm still meeting new people. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's been great. Thank you so much for having me on every week. And uh, it's been an honor. Yeah, well, thanks for coming on. We always appreciate your music and film knowledge. And uh, with that, uh, my name's Amanda Marino. I was, of course, joined by Thomas Nira and Isaiah Ramirez. Thank you for tuning into the Morning Buzz today. If you missed any part of the show at all, you could always tune back into YouTube or Spotify, or Apple Podcasts, and we hope you have a great day.